folks, welcome back to Can't Make It Up Podcast. Can't make it up, baby. That's right, I'm the chief, and what? Mixing it up on the soundboard tonight is the one and only Super Doc. Yeah, we've had technical difficulties, and we've just <laughs> had difficulties, and... Uh, we got this bitch hooked up now and ginning. We had to FaceTime beat up and get a little advice. Yeah, he was an asshole to us. I don't know he if you know. He was an it. asshole. Yeah. I mean, know, he's going to Joe probably Rogan. probably because he's going to Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's, I yeah. mean. <laughs> so Joe texts me today about noon. He goes, hey, guys, I'm going to be in Austin uh, this evening for a show. Y'all got time to get me on your show around noon? Damn, Joe, I'm sorry, bro, but we don't start recording until 6 this evening. Yeah, if we've got somebody competent enough to run the board. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we missed out on Joe Rogan, man. I don't know, but obviously he listens to our show. Yeah, yeah, I think he you got him free tickets too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we got him free tickets. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> No, I'm freaking lying. (laughs) Joe did not contact me. But, hey, Joe, if you want to be on our show, bro, we invite you to Rockdale. You're in Austin tonight. You're 60 minutes, or actually less, from Rockdale, Texas, at Doc's studio. Doc's Boudin studio. Yeah, yeah, we're always got an open seat. Sometimes we got three or four of them. Hell, never know. You know, uh, that's true, and... uh, Speaking of the boudin, what's up with the boudin, man? You just kind of chilling. I know y'all had a deal at the tap house a few weekends ago. That was really not. That was that was Chef B Dub doing gotcha. the boudin balls, and I don't think that's uh, something he's going to do regularly. It's a uh, people don't understand the amount of work that goes it's into that. It's a lot that. of work. It's a lot of work. So yeah, that you know they just asked they asked for the uh, you know for the Mardi Gras party they had. And I'm like, eh, if if the chef wants to do it, he can do it, and I'll help him. You so, can do it. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's uh, especially when you make the balls. It's uh, there's not a machine that makes them around. I here. noticed that. Look, very labor intensive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that sounded like they were a good hit, and and uh, but yeah, no, I man, my work has got so crazy. Kind of like y'all. So that's why we don't do podcasts very that's often. That's true. Because between, well, yeah. uh, it used to be your schedule. Now it's both of our both schedules. Both of our schedules. Stupid. So. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. And B-Dub is uh, kind of scheduling conflict almost every week now because of, uh, you've got a, got a friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He has a, and she's a very nice young lady. She is. Uh, about For to sure. graduate from Dex A&M. He'll be glad we're talking about her when he's not here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm sure he'll be real excited to hear that or this. He probably won't even listen to it. <laughs> he probably won't. Little <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm going to Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. So when they, hey, so when he, uh, I don't know if it's him or Justin or Corey said they were they were going to they were going on Joe Rogan's show. I said, wow, on the podcast? Like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> He's got a comedy deal. He's starting. Hey, that thing is evidently sold out. I oh, I'm pretty talking. sure. I've seen a lot of people talking about it on social media. I heard I, they were talking about it on Coke FM the other other morning, and they're like, it's sold out. For, I mean, like, you know, all the shows already sold out or something ridiculous. Yeah, 
Speaking of Coke FM, you know, do you listen to Texas Nights uh, Monday through Thursday, I believe? Yeah, I listen to Scotty and Scotty Amber. Scotty and Amber. Yeah. yeah. Scotty and Amber on Texas Nights at Coke FM 93.7 or 98.5. Or you can stream it on the app. You can stream it on the app. That's how we have to do it here in Rockdale. Uh, no, it's 99.3 comes in, but I actually stream it on the app because it's easier and it's just yeah. convenient. Yep. So it's a good show, man. They do a lot of different music. They do eighties at eight, nineties at nine, and then various other Texas country music all throughout the show. And the last time I checked, they ain't paid us nothing for this little plug. So they haven't. And, uh, well, I'm paying them. (laughs) Yeah. And we're talking about them. Sponsoring and we're talking about them. (laughs) No, it's a, it's a, it's a, especially, you know, they got different, uh, different music at different hours. It's a, it's a, cool setup and uh how we listen to it quite often yep uh so we are in talks with them currently about being potentially it depends on what it costs being one of the sponsors for coke fest this year don't sound like you're very far along if you don't know the cost well they haven't sent me i was when i was in conversation with them last weekend they said we are at the uh barbecue cook-off for the austin rodeo please remind us next week yeah they were having a good time which good for them yeah, that's a busy. This is springtime. Is when you're in the radio business, you're remote, you're everywhere. It's a busy time of the year. Speaking of springtime, I uh, we put weed and feed bonus s on my yard a couple weekends ago. Seemed like the weeds really liked it and really started growing fast. Well, I guess good. <laughs> and some of my. So, so Augustine turned yellow. I guess it didn't like the nitrogen. Oh, that's right. You, I forgot. Yeah, yeah I did. I did yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah. you're still doing the program? Oh, I love it. Uh, you know what? Today when I was mowing all the weeds, I'm like, that was a mistake, Ward. <laughs> so I may be getting back in the program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, Aggie Lynn Green, this is going to be my third year. And, uh, man, I yeah, I love it, man. They've done a great job. And I think I'm going to up my deal to get the mosquito spray. The, yeah, the, that's kind of enticing. Yeah, I, the mosquitoes were so bad last year, we didn't hardly, we couldn't hardly come outside. I remember you saying that, and we talked about that through text, not quite often, but fairly often. And about we didn't time. have the same level of mosquitoes. That, I bought one of them fogger deers. You said them some bitches, <laughs> they smoked all the smoke and then bit all the shit out of us. <laughs> Well, you still got this TV over here in the corner of the studio, and I'm still offering to buy it for about 400 Still working on my outdoor kitchen. Oh, well, you're, you're I'm fine. still offering to buy it for about 400 It ain't for sale. Okay. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I've been trying to buy that Good TV Lord. for a year now. <laughs> Good Lord. But I mowed my yard, and um, weed-eated and everything, swept the street. Good God. So I go in, and Catmom was having a beer, and I said, hey. It's about 3.30, 4 o'clock. I said, hey, I sure would like a beer. She said, well, there was only two in the refrigerator. I said, well, one for you, one for me. She goes, no, I had them both. You could have had one while you were mowing. I said, I got a damn freaking push mower. I could push and Man. drink a beer. You buy me a ride line mower like Super Doc's got. Yeah, you don't even need a ride. In your backyard, you don't even have to mow, Harley. Now. Well, yeah, I know, but I did mow it today because it's gone through the winter. And yeah, but I'm saying you got just one little bit of patch, and you just right. got the front yard. You, you know what I wish I would have done there? I wish I would have put that newest level of artificial turf in right there, and not ever had to mess with it again. Well, there's always another day after a few more dollars That's made. That's true. 
and we moved our outdoor speaking outdoor kitchens we kind of revamped ours today moved the grills out off the kitchen right at the edge of the roof line and i picked up that heavy chiminea since i've owned since 1999 myself and carried it to a different spot in the yard oh nice so, yeah it was really heavy well, t- talking about barbecue pits uh we got a little adventure we're gonna we're gonna do this weekend oh we're gonna a surprise to me yeah yeah this is uh it been in the works for a while we're gonna make you you've heard of the ugly drums, the the yeah, barrel yeah. pits, UBDs, ugly yeah. barrel drums, yeah, or, uh, UBCs, ugly yeah. barrel cookers, whatever they are. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna make we're gonna make some. Uh, who's we? Uh, can you can you share? Who, yeah, who yeah, I will. I, so so Daniel Willie hit me up. He was thinking about making some, and and uh, of course, well, I want to make a couple too. And so his brother-in-law wants to make a couple. My brother-in-law wanted to make one. So we're we're gonna. I don't think we're making them all this Saturday. We're making me and me and Chad are gonna make ours Saturday. And if if Daniel can be there, he's gonna make his. So we'll make either three or we'll make six. So you're not making them to market or sell. You're making them for personal use. We're making them for personal use and cook-offs and just hey, you know what? If they cook real good and I don't like it, I'll sell it. So, are you using a 17 gauge drum or a 25 gauge drum? What what thickness of steel drum are you using? Uh, whichever ones that that Daniel found, uh, and uh, he's an expert. I don't think so. No, he's he's, he's is he? Okay. No, he knows. The only reason I know gauges of drums, I spent 10 years at the Atomizer plant. So most of the food grade drums, which what these are, ah, are okay. heavier gauge. Uh, so they're probably the 17s. Yeah, and a little bit shorter. Shorter and fatter, kind of like me. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I don't I haven't seen the barrel yet, but uh, so that's that's going to be our big adventure on Saturday. Hopefully, get them. Hopefully, get our three built. And if if Daniel doesn't go to the cook off up in Fort Worth, he'll be here to make his. We'll, we'll get them all knocked out. So you're going to fab them all here at the studio. Uh, we're going to yes, I think. Well, in my shop back there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the plan. That way, we're close to town and we need something which used to be our studio in the shop till we got a big time sponsor and now we've moved moved up uptown (laughs) yeah we you notice we don't even ask for sponsors we got so much money we don't even ask for sponsors Uh, we don't don't need sponsors (laughs) i'd be mad well you didn't do one this week well we ain't done one in two months we've officially had two sponsors and none of them have given us anything Yeah, I don't think they were really officially sponsors in. No, fuck them. <laughs> Sounded good, though. Yeah, I did. Oh, Lord. We, we promoted the shit out of them, but they never gave us anything. So, those ugly drums, they cost about anywhere from 1100 to $1,200. Oh, wow. Uh, new. That's what I was told. So, you know, I use the uh, Weber Old Smoky, I think it's called, that 22-inch one, mm-hmm. which is very similar to that ugly drum cooker. It's got the fire at the bottom, the water pan in the middle, the and yada, yada, yada. Right. And I love the way it cooks. So My smoker. So this is, uh, this will cook for a lot longer. Is it like reverse flow? It's got the stacks that come up. Yep. The two stacks that, that draw from up down through it, and it's got the small the small stack on the lid so it's that pulls somewhat reverse flow cooking. i, 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 I don't, don't know sounds I, like yeah it. i guess i, I sound smart yeah 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 so hey, it's gonna be i'm interested uh, to get them built and uh, i'd like to at least get them burn out 
this weekend because I see a brisket in my near future. I got you. I got one frozen in the freezer right now. So, this, you know, it's got a basket that you put your charcoal in. We had all that built. And so it's supposed to burn about 10 hours on a on a loaded basket. So you got to be able to cook a brisket in 10 hours because I'm going to cook probably a little hotter than most people. Well, you know, uh, that Weber I have... I use the uh, lump charcoal in it and throw a couple little small sticks of seasoned oak on it. It doesn't take much wood, bro. It rolls on. It it, it will roll for hours on very little wood or charcoal. The one knock I see on lump charcoal, because I've watched a bunch of videos on this now. Yeah. Is, uh, and I've noticed this in the past, lump charcoal is very ashy, so it makes a lot more ash, okay. which I have a tendency to choke out your fire. Huh? Didn't know that. So. When we get done, I'll actually show you. I'll take you back in the shop and show you the baskets we had made. And, uh, oh, uh, our buddy old Cooper Welch, man. Oh, Cooper. 4W Fabrication. Yep. Yep. Maybe maybe he wants to sponsor us. Hey, he might. (laughs) He's got some money after I bought eight of these setups. Oh, shit. Eight. Yeah, we're going to. Well, I'm making two. Chad's making one. Willie's making three. And then. Uh, his I brother-in-law's making six two so far. Well, that's yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah, that's eight. Trust me, we I'm can. not good at math. But yeah. I count on my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coop liked it when I took him fifteen hundred eighty dollars. I bet Coop was proud of you. <laughs> hey, they did a good job, and they they've got a good operation out there, and uh, he, he can make anything. I God, know, he's, he's talented. very talented young man. So anyway, that's enough talk about barbecue. Yeah, pits. enough about barbecue. We'll talk about we'll talk about that next one. We'll, if we do one anytime soon, we'll talk about how good the barbecue was once yeah. I cooked it. Hey, you know, I heard we might have a future Olympian from our neighborhood. Say what? Yeah, future Olympian. Well, I'm pretty sure I know who it ain't going to be. <laughs> well, no, it's not you or me. Or Braden. Or Braden. <laughs> but I heard we might have someone that lives out in our neighborhood trying out for the fencing team. Oh. <laughs> okay. And it must be pretty good if they're going to make the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to kill me. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> Last time he told me I could kiss his ass, I think. Like, I love you, water boy. Oh, Lord. You set me up on that one. I didn't, I didn't, set you I didn't even know where you were going on that. Hey, water boy, I had nothing to do with that damn joke. I didn't know what the hell he's talking about. Shit. Oh, damn. I started not to use it, but I thought it's too good. Not it, to is, it is. It is. It's too good. Water boy, you got to laugh. Pull over and laugh, man. <laughs> and send me a text with a. Middle finger sticking up. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll get that. Don't yeah. worry. Hey, one thing about it, I only get to have a permit to fence out your front yard or the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a sore subject over there. On guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Water boy, we apologize. We love you, man. If we weren't, you know what? If we didn't love you, we wouldn't talk about you, bro. We wouldn't put you on our show and make you famous. So we've uh, we went through an ice storm since our last. Oh my God! It's like a tornado hit our city. Well, you know, uh, our buddy Russ he he summed it up best. He said it's it was just like a hurricane without the water. That's yeah, that's well. Put. It was just he said it's it's just like a hurricane. Yeah, we just didn't have the water. 
And you know what? It didn't spare anybody. <laughs> no, there's still, there's still. I mean, as much work has been done around this town cleaning up limbs, there's still limbs. Yep. I mean, I'm glad I, glad I wasn't sitting around waiting for somebody to come get my limbs. Yeah, no kidding. That took, that took way too long. Yeah, yeah. And thanks to you, you helped me oh, get yeah. mine. You're welcome, buddy. That's what friends are for, man. You didn't know I had so many before you showed up, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have come over. <laughs> I'd still be dragging one at a time with my mule down yeah. the road. <laughs> Brought the old flatbed or low boy trailer over, loaded her up two or three times, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were out power four and a half days, I think. <laughs> I lost track of time. It was a long time. Yeah. Have you got your generator yet? Backup generator? <sighs> no, but I am. Uh, I am actively searching. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly. I, so I am interested, maybe in one like you've got. Yeah. Uh, I want to run it off propane if I do. If you do that, you have a really big bottle. A really big bottle. Because the bottle will freeze up, I've found out, from from people. The, that the have, temperatures. Well, yeah. it's going to get cold anyway, right? When you run propane. That's right. Propane, it starts getting, yeah. the bottle will get real cold. Yep. And then you add cold, cold conditions, it'll freeze up on you. Interesting. I, I did not know that. I'm glad. So I was told, because mine will run off propane or gasoline. All right. That the propane, when you run propane, it doesn't last as long. I don't know the physical science behind what that. What doesn't last as long? The generator or the... <clears throat> it won't run as long on pro. It'll use up more propane faster than it will on a tank of gasoline. Man, I'll tell you what, you put a lot of gas in that thing. <laughs> I did. I was filling it up twice every 24 hours. Yeah. Five gallons a time. So. Yeah, see, I just don't... That, that, that's the part that I get disinterested in. Well, if and you, you were disinterested in it by the end of it, but you like to have power, so you continued to do it. Yes, I like to have power, so I continued to do it. And I gave my son-in-law the two gas cans at one time. Said, "Hey, <laughs> they're staying with us during the ice storm because we had power." I said, "Hey, bro, you mind filling these up?" He goes, hey, "Yeah, yeah, I'll fill them up." So I go to get them. <laughs> well, I was there with you, and you said, "But you might have to come back and get them." Yeah. Well, they weren't. Full. Well, they weren't even. Full. They weren't full. <laughs> He did take them out and leave them at the house for you, though, right? No, nah, I got him out of his car oh. up at the tap house, or his <laughs> his uh, Gus bus, as they call it. Well, they were open that they were they were they had power, they had Wi Fi, they had everything. Yeah. yeah. So they opened. They were opened up and operating, weren't they? They were. They were actually serving yeah. uh, free chili to all emergency responders. That's why you didn't have town to go get the gas. He spelled tapping. He was. B-Dub was cooking that. He wasn't cooking that. <laughs> He's got to be there to sling the beer. Beer slinger. Beer slinger. <laughs> so uh, that, that's a kind of good trans- transition over to the Tap House, man. They're uh, up and running and uh, off to a good start. They are. I talked to Corey uh, before when they dropped off our two beautiful grandchildren, Jet and Ellie. For us to keep them tonight while they go see Joe Rogan. I said, y'all have a good weekend? He said, yeah, we had a really good weekend at the Tap House. Lot, uh, lot. Be- the previous weekend was a little slow for whatever reason. I don't know if something else, there was other stuff going on or what. But you that's, never know, man. It's That's the way it goes. Yeah. But out of all the weeks they've been open, that was they've had one slow week. I'm yeah. Very blessed. Yeah, Yeah, they are very blessed cool place though uh the atmosphere in there is just uh electric 
uh, in my opinion. It's, it is. It's just it is. people walk in there like, oh, my God, I just didn't see this being in Rockdale. So I had someone actually tell me, because people repetitively think Cat Mom and I are part of the owners of that, and I tell them, no, we're not. This is our son-in-law, daughters, and our, we'll call Justin our cousin because he's like family. This is their business. And we just come here to support them. They said, well, we want you to know that this place has changed Rockdale. Oh, there's no doubt. It has changed Rockdale. It's uh, it's inf- it's infused some excitement. Yep. Uh, and it's given people a cool place to go that's, that's uh, still pretty classy. It's classy. It's actually really classy. It's very classy, yeah. It's family-oriented. There's no smoking. They're not going to put up with any bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you want to come in there and cause problems, you're going to quickly get your ass kicked out. <laughs> Probably by Justin, the kid Roman. <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing about it is, I, you know, we, we've ate there numerous times and, and just talking. There's not been any issues. And I don't, I don't really foresee there being any issues. I mean, their hours are not really conducive. Uh, it's really not a bar. It's more, I mean, it's more of a restaurant that has really good beer and really good wines. Yeah, and, that's true. Uh, it's a great place to go and just chill out and have great conversation. And uh, and then there's, there's they got bands every now and then. And, and I think they're trying to find the balance there because, I mean, people really like to show up and have a place to with a group to hang just out and have a conversation. And visit and have, yeah. I had a guy tell me right when they first opened, he was like, Ah, dang, beer here is a lot more expensive than the beer joint. I said, well, this ain't no damn beer joint. If you want to go to the beer joint, go to the beer joint. But this isn't a beer joint. Yep. No, it's a, it's a cool place. And uh, Rockdale's, uh, man, they're they're lucky to have it. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Rockdale, you know, I've I kind of been on a little neighborhood patrol today. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, I, I did a little patrol myself, but you not in the neighborhood. I did a different patrol. Tell me what you tell me what you saw today. So it wasn't actually me. It was uh, Cat Mama. And oh, uh, so you really went on patrol? Just, I wasn't on patrol. I was just trying Lord. to make myself look. Well, good. I actually did what make I saw. Look good. I was at home finishing mowing <laughs> and looking for a beer. The yard boy, not the sign boy. Yeah, yard boy. Put your different hat on. <laughs> And uh, she sends me this video of this uh, sketchy-looking vehicle. That and, and It's our neighborhood, right? Everybody almost knows everybody in our neighborhood over here in, in Linwood Acres. The car didn't belong in the The car doesn't belong here. It don't even hardly belong in Rockdale. That's correct. They're up to no good. So she got a video of it, and uh, I sent it to a friend of ours in law enforcement, uh, the license plate, and... Hopefully soon we will know who it is and what their business they think is over here. And they are obviously, after speaking to a neighbor over on another street in our neighborhood, regularly visiting a house there. Some nefarious activities might be Some happening. Some nefarious activities. So might alleged might be allegedly could be <laughs> happening. Could be. We gotta we gotta protect ourselves nowadays. We don't want a lawsuit. No, we do not want a lawsuit. Well, I mean, I'd probably give them some of my bills. Our sponsors might get sued. <laughs> oh, you want a lawsuit against me? Well, which bill do you want to pay? <laughs> take your choice. <laughs> I prefer you to take the most most expensive ones first. I got a question for you after we you know. So we are still on patrol, Doc and I and Cat Mama. 
chief patrol officers of the Limwood Acres neighborhood. We're the we're the captains, the chiefs, and captains and presidents of the <laughs> of the neighborhood watch. So I got a. Uh, I need your advice, Doc. I got a U.S. Census request for small businesses. And it says it's mandatory by law that you complete this and turn it in. Census. Hmm. Yeah. That is interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> that sounds more like a question for Daniel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Let's ask Doc. Let's don't ask Koniki, Koniki, and Koniki, and Koniki. And Koniki. <laughs> All right, so I did a little patrolling today as I was making my way back north from uh, south of Manor. Yeah. And the old Samsung plant is uh, growing exponentially. It is uh, moving along at a, I'd say, a really flat, fast clip now. It and is. Uh, it is going to be massive. I was by there not too long ago. I didn't patrol through <coughs> their uh, area, but I was by there on 973, <coughs> and it is big. Well, you're not driving through there. I can promise you that. They won't let you? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. They had, a, they had a constable parked that on the side of the road this morning. Just, with the, I mean, this afternoon, just with the lights on. Just Oh, yeah, just don't come through here. Well, just, yeah, you're not getting through. Yeah. I mean, you might pull in a parking lot, but you're not getting into the plan there at all. So that's one fab they're building right now. It, that's that's what they're saying. That's it looks, and there's going to be like 10 of them. 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was t- I was talking to a, a Samsung guy the other day, actually works for Samsung. And he said that his exact words are, this is absolutely going to affect all the small communities around here, people have no idea I know. of the magnitude of this this investment, this build out. It's uh, he said it's going to absolutely change every community in this area. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know the big question here from Milam County and Burleson County is where are they going to get water for all that? Yeah. Oh, we know where they're going to get it from. <laughs> so they're getting, uh, well, they're currently permitted through, uh, what's it called out here at the old Alcoa plant? I can't. Right. The, yeah, through Alcoa, the Kali. S- SLR. SLR. Oh, SLR. yeah, you're talking about SLR. SLR. Yeah. SLR owns all the previously owned wells by Alcoa. So they're permitted to pump so many acre feet of water to that, but... It's, it's not enough for them to fulfill their needs for their project. So they're also, I think, buying potentially water from a project in uh, Brazos County. Yeah, that's. Uh, I actually got a confirmation about that this week. So it's a 5,000-plus acre property that was bought, and... They are going to be potentially pumping up to 56,000 acre feet per year of water, which will have a huge impact on the aquifers in that area and the aquifers near that county in Milam County. So they would, just so you know, last year during the drought, they were affected already by the conditions in the aquifer 
right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, city of Bryan, City of College Station, uh, other water utilities out in that area, they were all affected by the dropping of the water table last summer before all this water even is thought about being pumped. So So that GCD over there is not as uh, conservative with their desired future conditions as the one we have here in Milam and Burleson County. And it could be a problem, potentially. Well, you know, anytime you talk, so I'm, I mean, I do a lot of work in the water business. Anytime you talk to somebody, we don't really have a choice. The law says you have the right to capture, blah, 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 blah. blah. And, I, and I say, it's my same old deal, my old, same old song and dance. I'm like, well, if nobody ever tells them no, we'll never know if the law stands or not. Yeah. So it's going to, you know, eventually it's going to be whatever it's going to be. And, and So if our listeners are questioning, what could I do as a listener to change this talk to your state representatives about the laws of groundwater because they do almost completely tie the hands of gcds but you're right you know could you just say no well i'm not going to dive into that but uh right so so i will say this i started a uh, netflix the other night and uh i can't remember the name of it god dang it but it's about food service and how how it's – the first one was about the avocado. And everybody thinks avocado. That's what I say. What the hell are you going to do a documentary on the on the avocado? Well, the avocado became so important and so popular. California made it popular. It wasn't enough. So then Mexico and Chile started making them, and now the cartels are involved. Oh, cartels are involved in growing avocados. Oh, well, that's a great way to launder money, right? Oh, good point. And it, they're worth a lot of money. So, it used to the avocado used to be seasonal. I can remember that. Like you only got an avocado at the store when it was in season. Yeah, you didn't you didn't go to the store any day of the week and go get right. an avocado. Now right. they're so in Chile. It's such a big deal that the water is pumped. So they got. You know, I learned this in the documentary that it's best to grow avocados on the side of a mountain because of the conditions and da, 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 whatever. Gotcha. But <clears throat> so they pump the water up in Chile. They pump the water up uphill up up to the farmers. Well, the people down in the in the down in the bottom are there's no water, and they don't have any water. They get truck deliveries once a week of a little bit of water, and. All the water goes to the avocado farms. Interesting. And the rivers are dry where they used to have plenty of water. I guess they've dammed off the stuff up there where the water stays up there. They don't have to pump it back up. Probably so. But it's uh, absolutely changed. And uh, they they have no – I mean, there's so much money in the the avocado farms. They own – I mean, they're not going to, they own the water. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, I, you know, I never thought we'd say this, but I, I see a day when there's going to be a limited amount of water for, for consumption. So the good thing we have as a, as a groundwater conservation district here in Milam and Burleson County is, and people made a lot of people probably aren't greatly educated on this. It's called our desired future conditions and our unreasonable impacts. 
And if the level of the aquifers, aquifers based on our science, and we do a lot of science, a lot of science, um, if the, and a lot of monitoring wells around both counties to monitor the levels in the aquifers, over 400-plus monitoring wells, uh, if those levels start to impinge on those desired future conditions of that aquifer or unreasonable impacts, you got to shut it back. you got to kick it back or stop because we law legally we can restrict them from not infringing on the desired future conditions of the aquifers yeah but as you know as money rolls things change and so you think that we have all these fail safes in place and and you know and i, I I deal with engineers a lot, and a lot of times they're wrong. <laughs> Wait, an engineer being wrong? Exactly. That was never true at Alcoa. <laughs> well, and, and it's still not it's still not true to this day because they'll tell you they weren't they weren't wrong. They just, were, 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 were. <laughs> we weren't wrong. You just didn't build it right. Yeah, <laughs> built it to your plans. But anyway, that's yeah. So yeah, yeah I just uh, it's interesting times, and uh, it's. Uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see is. what shakes out, you know. Uh, so well, we probably just bored the shit out of our listing audience. Well, I think most people <laughs> like to take a shower and they like to have something to drink out of the out of the. Well, I don't know if they like drinking out of the faucet, but <laughs> hell, they like taking a shower and washing clothes. So hey, water is pretty important. But uh, on a side note, we've almost confin- uh, finished finished all of our uh, road construction. Through the main drag through the city of Rockdale. Yeah, I, other than now, there's a lot of, of electrical work going on. Well, and that and a lot of they had cones out this morning through town. I, they, there was a power line work. Oh, power line work. Okay. Well, yeah. They they, they still got to do downtown Rockdale. I know they got to put the star in the middle of the. Yeah, wait till <laughs> that starts. Yeah. So but, that's. Uh, so the, I think the grant was also finally approved for the water line replacement. Yeah, I heard that. Yep. About $16 million to replace all the water lines mm-hmm. in town, hopefully, mm-hmm. or at least all the bad ones. I don't know exactly yeah. how that's going to work out. Yeah. Well, I don't know our how city, they, Our city leaders probably don't either. So after they replace all these lines, who's going to come back and make everything pretty again? I don't think there's money in there to make it pretty. Uh, that's a great question. You should probably go to the next city council meeting. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> I, I'm going to avoid that like the plague. Oh my God! You are not. You are a non-participant citizen. <laughs> well, I participate in things that I can have a voice and say in. So I don't feel like I have one there. Uh, not many people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just hope they uh, keep keep. Keep rolling and keep the keep fighting for what's right. And so you uh, you couldn't find the results of the Super Bowl picks. No, I think I got burnt in a big fire or something. Well, that's probably because old Chief. I, we think you won. We pretty much we believe won based on the picks and the scores. Yeah, well, which at least, is at least really a unusual. At least a pick. I don't know about the score, but I don't know. But you got to. I think you were the only one that took the Chiefs. Oh, I was. Yeah, I think so. 
Oh. If not, then it's, I mean, it's up to, between you and B-Dub. And who gives a shit? Because I, I ain't B-Dub's the winner. not here. Or I ain't the winner. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, hey, it was a controversial play that got you the win. Yeah. And uh, really screwed up a great ending to the Super Bowl. I don't care. I, honestly, I didn't care who won. But they sure did screw up the end of it for us. I actually missed that play. I'd fallen asleep. <laughs> you didn't miss anything, though. You didn't care. With... I didn't give a shit. <laughs> It was going to be maybe, it, you know, Cincinnati was going to have a chance to go down there and score and tie it up or win or whatever it was going to be. Oh, that's when everybody on social media was alleging that the officials had a hand in the decision that allowed the Chiefs to win. Well, I mean, is they, that correct? They definitely called a pass interference on something that is, it went on all game that they never called at all. Oh, okay. I mean, you can't let them play until you don't. So some nefarious activity. Well, a guy decided to make a call at the wrong time from the zebras. Just let it play. I'm just bullshit. I know. I don't care. Well, so what happens? That gave uh, Kansas City a first down. They had a chance just to oh, yeah. run the clock out, kick the field goal, win you know win the game, and pretty much uh, took away from being one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. You know, that was a good one for what I watched. Yeah, for the few minutes you could stay awake. Well, we, no, we were actually in uh, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, and we started at one of the bars. I at, think I was at the tap house. The That's tap. about the same. Yeah, I started at one of the bars at our resort and uh, watched the first half there. Uh, then we went back to our room with a good bottle of wine and didn't watch the second half. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> we watched and listened to the breeze of the ocean. I don't blame you on that, Amen. man. What a uh, what a cool way to spend a, it was. a Sunday, ain't it? We have watched the last two Super Bowls in Cabo San Lucas. Sounds like you're turning that into a tradition. I, I like that tradition. That sure beats working. Uh, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Every day while we're on vacation... And this is no bullshit. Cat Mama works at least four to five hours out of every day. She gets up about three in the morning and starts working. And then periodic, periodically throughout the day she works. So, you know, you got to keep the deals rolling. Well, there's no doubt about that. There's nobody that you, – you don't get to where she's been, where she's at without working oh, yeah. harder than everybody else. Oh, so, oh. that's there's no question about her work ethic. Want the deal, you got to stay real. Yep. Thank you. Sure. Well, you're working on some sayings. Well, I tell you what, I might coin that term. <laughs> that, hey, y'all look out for the new sign guy <laughs> Instagram video. I get you, get you a couple new hats. So you got to be the yard boy, cabana. Get them. You be the guy getting the beers out the fridge for. Maybe you can get. You. Good lord, you're gonna have more hats than you know what to do with. And we are having a uh, another client appreciation event this year well, super docs there you go. you'll be invited to that for well, sure I'm not a client but well, no but you have referred us business so yeah. we appreciate that well I, I i try to i always try to refer people that uh that i know and i trust will do the right thing amen amen i don't know if we're gonna have a band this year we haven't decided we may just play music over our outdoor speakers and i would say that might be a probably a better fit for the yeah for more conversation and more hang, just hanging out. Right. I mean, hey, the band y'all got the last two years is great. Oh, Angie K band. Yeah. Jeez. But I don't know that 
I don't know that people wouldn't enjoy more just chilling out and conversating. So. And that's what Cat Mom and I talked about, and I think that's probably the path we're going to take for this year's client appreciation event. Yeah. Well. Yes, indeed. Probably be in March or, or not March. Probably April or May. I'm going to say <laughs> we're it's in March. March. <laughs> Better get it planned. Really? This year's already like, shoo, yeah. baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm like we got to get on our taxes like now. Oh yeah. I yeah. always put it off. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. We get done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna text my lady and say, "Hey, we got to. We got to go. Get us a date. We got to go. Get us a. Get us yeah. a time. When, when can we come see you? No doubt. So no uh, doubt. we got our stuff ready. I think we're. I think we're ready. So you know, uh, speaking of your lady, I wish I could remember her name because I'd give her a shout out. Heather. She, Heather Webster. Heather Webster. Yeah. Uh, she was a former assistant. Hey, she's not taking new clients, so don't. No, think she about is full time. She she retired or resigned from okay. school administration. Okay. I was joking anyway. I just want to make sure I got my oh, time Oh, yeah. I just want to make sure you're being greedy over there. Let me get locked in and y'all can call her. Heather Webster. Uh, she lives in Rogers, Texas. And Roger that. She is good with taxes. She will help you out. Yeah, she's good. Yep. Look her up. I'm sure she's got her website now. She's had her tax business. Two offices open probably for the past 10 years and She's kind of been uh, running that from the side while she was a school principal or assistant principal, and now uh, she is full time doing that. She that's has, good. It'd be yeah. easier to get an appointment. Yeah, that's right. Want it to be in there. You, you don't have to go to the principal's office to get an appointment. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said something else, today. Well, you could have said it, but I did. <laughs> It said pause, though. That makes everybody just It's that pause that people just turn their radio up or their like, phone like, what do they say? What do they say? Let me rewind and listen to it. <laughs> oh, shit. You think we could get on TikTok? Uh, yeah. I, I seen a guy on there today. I don't even. That, that, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. So, me and you and Blair. We'll send a few TikToks here and there. That's true. In the, in our group, we will do. B Dub will send one sporadically. Dave never does. Uh, he's anti yeah. TikTok. Well, my son-in-law Daniel is too. So yeah. Well, the Chinese already know all our shit. Oh. Yeah, they do. They like t- if you use TikTok, everything on your phone is recorded and documented in China. Everything on your phone is recorded, documented. Period. I know. All you got to do is talk about something that you want to buy, and then everybody that's there, everybody in that conversation will have that shit on their phone when they get home. That's right. Isn't that crazy? It ain't. No, it's just. That should be infringement on personal. Well, the thing is, anytime you click on an app to to load it, it asks you if you agree to their deals. They're cookies. Well, it's cookies, and it's just. You just agree to the app, and they do it. What are they cookies on the internet? Do you accept oh all the cookies? God. Come on, dog. I don't even know what the frick cookies are, man. The, the cookies, cookies are the things that make me fat. Right, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about the cookies. Okay. Well, I mean, they, 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 people can get your information however they want to get it. They, yes. they don't really need you to say yes. You can have my cookies. So you know, back in the day, there were companies like. Uh, so, the, so the cookies keep your search histories and stuff like that, just so. Cookies do what? They kind of keep all your your search histories, things you searched. Oh, okay. Places you've, websites you visited, maybe stuff you've bought, places you bought from. Okay. Uh, I mean, 
look, there's so much information out there nowadays uh, that, I mean, you can buy, you can pay for software services that will tell you where people come and come into Rockdale and shop, where they come, where do they, where do they come from? Where'd they drive from? How long were they here? Wow. Yeah, it's uh, information's everywhere, and that's uh, businesses are using. I mean, these big businesses are using it every yeah. day. Yep, that's how they market. That's how they. I mean, they know. You know, they can see ten. I mean, if you just listen to some of Elon Musk stuff, I mean, I listen to a little Elon Musk. That guy's so smart. He is so smart, and, and the AI, uh, artificial intelligence, is so good now. They're getting better every freaking day. They they're gonna they're gonna be able to read your mind before it's over with. Yep. And people are like, oh y'all crazy. Well, yeah. You better uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you better do some research if you yeah. think we're crazy. Yeah. This is not this is not what's that uh, uh, Alex? This is not the Alex Jones podcast. I wonder what that scar was behind my ear. I guess that's where <laughs> they put my chip in. Yeah, they chipped you. <laughs> it looked like just get, got a rock from a nerve in the back of your head when you were a kid, but. I got chipped, but I got mine at a vet's office. So. <laughs> I guess that's just for well, Cat Mama to no, keep up with no me. No wonder Cat Mama ain't let you out lately. <laughs> I think They'll she, bring you back. I think she put an air tag in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> she keeps getting this air tag notification on her phone. And she goes, Ward, I don't know why I'm getting this. I'm like, shit, I do, because you got a damn air tag implanted in behind my ear. <laughs> So you can see where I'm going. Yeah. No, it's uh you know, it's it's interesting how many people are putting air tags on different things, uh purses, keys, animals, vehicles, animals. Yeah. It's I mean real estate for sale signs. <laughs> a little bit of everything. It's yeah. uh and, and look, I've got some. They're very handy. Absolutely and, uh, they're very handy. They're you know, if you got an asset that you really don't want somebody to steal. Yep. Or if they steal it, you want to be able to find it. You want to be able to find it because you're like, no, I got uh, All-Star in my truck or whatever in my car. Like, that's the first thing they do is pull that shit out, rip it down from the ceiling when they steal that vehicle. Because when I was working for an oil and gas company uh, up at our location near Dallas-Fort Worth, we had some vehicles stolen out of our yard. First thing they did was rip that... uh, OnStar locator device. I mean, these criminals, they're dumbasses, but they're pretty smart when it comes to, yes, please, when it comes to protecting their selves. But somehow, some way, we finally found that vehicle in a uh, Kmart parking lot in Fort Worth, Texas. Not sure, I think a police officer somewhat stumbled upon it, and obviously the license plate came back as stolen. But that's one of the first things they're going to do. Or if you got a device plugged in, like uh, tracks your mileage and tracks your vehicle to your your port, where they uh, plug in to check your computer on your vehicle, one of those little tracker devices. That's one of the first things they look for, and they unplug that shit, throw it out the window, and they're gone. So get you. I'm not promoting Apple. I could give two fucks about well, Apple. Well, there's other, there's other devices out there, too. You yeah. find you something that, if, that you feel comfortable with, it ain't got to be Apple. But you can hide them. And I don't know, Doc. You're a lot smarter guy than me, especially when it comes to technology and stuff like that. Is there a scanner that can detect something like that if it's on your vehicle? I'm or? sure somebody's designed yeah, that, yes. So. But, I mean, you got to go through the whole vehicle to find it. I mean... 
Yeah. I don't, I mean, you can probably just, they probably make one. You can walk around it and tell if there's one somewhere in the, yeah. in or on the vehicle. I'm sure. I don't know that. Yeah. It ain't a, it ain't a foolproof deal. I see where people are taking these, uh, some kind of scanner. You'll probably hey, talk, know the Talking about, you know, I had my truck stole at times San Antonio. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, found it, <laughs> yeah. found it, they found it at the Dick's parking lot, right where I parked it. Yeah, so right they, where you parked it. You're at Dick's sporting good. <laughs> We talked about this that's story, but it's ass, worth going back a, to. No, that's a big ass. That, that truck got stolen. They brought it right back to me. It was amazing. That's, that's, had, good that's funny you mentioned that because I had a dream last night. No, it wasn't a dream. Hell, we got back to the airport last night in Austin about 8 o'clock. We spent a few days in Vegas, and we got back to the airport. We walked. We didn't ride the shuttle to our truck. We walked to our truck, and I'd taken a picture of the lot and the number that it was close to, but... C-16 has a lot of freaking parking space in it at Austin Bergstrom Airport. It's dark. It's 8.30 at night. And Cat Mama's walking through one side of the parking lot. I'm walking through the other one. And all of a sudden, I can hear her hollering, Warren, Warren. Oh, like, oh, shit, she found it. Because I've been clicking my horn honking deal, right? So much you don't run the battery dead. <laughs> but I can't hear that well. And then I had my phone turned off, so I didn't know she was calling me, but we found the truck. I honestly thought for a minute as I was walking through all parts of that parking lot, my truck's been stolen. Hey, listen to your struggles. How in the hell is Joe Biden, how the hell did he go into Ukraine, rode a bus, I mean a train for 10 hours? Are you shitting me? Because his dumb ass didn't. That was all made. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I'm just y'all have love truck. it. You're bring having, it up, boy. Bring it up. You have a hard time finding your truck in a <laughs> in a in a airport parking lot. Ellie. He, yeah. He's going all over the world. Joe Biden has a hard time finding his own ass to wipe. <laughs> I doubt he's doing that. Oh, you got think somebody wipes his ass. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when they change his diaper. <laughs> hey, the new the new king of uh uh King Charles. I'm pretty sure he got somebody wiping his ass. Oh yeah, see, oh they they went over all the stuff, all the oh it's <laughs> is he bad? What about this shit with Meghan Markle, man? I, was, I hadn't been following this till we were watching something when we were in Vegas. We went to our room early one night for whatever reason, and he was talking about Meghan Markle and her bringing up all this drama about the royal. Well, about family. the only time you go to your room early in Vegas is you were drunk. Oh, you've been drinking all day. <laughs> you start in the morning. Yeah, you can stop at 10. But you know what? This has been a first for me in Vegas. I brought back positive cash. Well, that's 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 a winner. Yeah, went out there, and I'm not a big gambler, so and I'm not throwing this number out there because I portray my. No, but I liked it back in the day when you thought you were. Yeah, take your coker money. <laughs> <laughs> I took fourteen hundred dollars cash out there. Cat Mama took her own cash. I came back nineteen hundred bucks in my billfold. There you go. I came back in the positive. That's well, a good thing you didn't roll you on the airplane or something, man. Yeah, that's right. But you know that didn't count what we spent on our credit card for meals and drinks and. Hey, so real quick, uh, talking about airplanes and all this stuff. Have you been following all these near miss stuff? Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all been flying a lot here lately. Have you? Have y'all been following that? We have. We uh, saw that one with that FedEx plane and uh, Southwest Airlines at Austin Bergstrom just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, oh, the, the pilot from uh, that landed on the 
Manhattan River, old Sully. Yeah, Sully. He uh, he used a comment or used a phrase the other day, uh, canary in the in the coal mine. Oh, so they're using that outdated technology? No, no. So they used to send the canary down there. I know. To see if the oxygen level. If it died, don't go down. Right. He's saying that the canaries are every day. The canaries are every day on these close calls. It's telling you we got problems and you're not doing nothing to fix it. Because, and if you don't do anything to fix it, you know what the next result is, right? It's going to be, it's almost, it's. It ain't every it's day, disaster. but it's almost, it's four or five times a week right now. Pending Bo- disaster. Boston is, from what I'm hearing, is probably the worst airport to fly into right now, the most unsafe. They're having the most instant near misses. That's Boston Logan. I guess. Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't give me the line. I, I'm sure it's, I think that's I'd have most- to drive up there to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your ass ain't going to fly. I need to drive up there to see if that's the airport you're talking about. Uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, man. We spent a few days in Vegas and uh, had a really good time. We stayed two nights at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, and then we were slated to leave on Tuesday. Yeah, slated to leave on Tuesday. Monday. Monday. Y'all decided to stay an extra day. We decided to stay an extra day. Sorry. I got to help you tell your story. But we went down. We booked a room at Harrah's, and Harrah's has completely remodeled on the Strip. And we got a room for like $69, $59 a night. A super nice, cool room overlooking the Strip. We love gambling at Harrah's. How much? Harris. How much was the room? It was fifty nine or sixty nine dollars a night. Yeah, Harris uh, on the strip because it was a Monday night. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Completely remodeled, super nice. Some of the cheapest gambling is at Harris, right? The men's on the tables. Some of those really big casinos like the Cosmo Caesars, they're twenty five fifty dollar men's on the blackjack on the crap tables. Uh, speaking of the crap tables, two. Two days in a row, I got on this guy. It was an Asian guy. Uh, Saturday, Sunday night, got on him. He had the dice, and he was very methodical about the way he threw the dice. And he won me three or four hundred bucks that night. I'm like, I rode that guy. He literally had the dice in his hand for probably thirty to forty five minutes. Hey, those guys make everybody money. Yes. Would you bet just the field mainly? No, no, no. I never bet the field. The field is the worst bet on the table. So I bet the pass line, and then I doubled down or more behind the pass line to increase my odds, and then I would put the combat. So I never knew how a combat and C-O-M-E, I'm not being ugly here. I never knew how the combat worked. Only your mind would go there. Right, I know. So you put your money on the com, and the next point the who has the dice rolls, they move that money over to that point. Okay? Right. So let's say rolls the dice. He or she rolls an eight. They move your money over to the eight. Now you can increase your odds by adding extra money to that bet once you put once they move it to the eight. And if he or she rolls another eight, you win. Right. 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 So I, I bet a lot on the come line. Well, Popo just made a little pass right there. Oh, we should have stopped them and interviewed them. <laughs> Let them know we're the could've, could've, official neighborhood patrol. I didn't mean to mess up your. No, nah, it's okay, man. So, so you can you can add more money to that bet. You can add. So the best odds on the dice table is like bet the pass line, and once the 
whoever's rolling establishes a point. You can get two to three odds or five. I don't remember what it is by doubling or tripling that money, backing up that bet behind the pass line. Never bet on the field. The field is like a boxcars, uh, aces, or, you know, yeah. Well, if you're gonna, three, nine, if, ten. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bet on boxcars, just bet on it. Right, a bit, uh, do the, what, yeah, the, do do the one where it pays like forty to one odds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that way when you lose, you still lose. Yeah. Anybody that rolls dice a lot, and I'm not a great dice thrower. Uh, I when the dice would get to me, I'd pass them back to that Asian guy. I'm like, I want him to have the dice. Hey. You should have thrown them because you throw them off the table. You throw them under somebody's dress. You throw them yeah, up and get them hung up in a light fixture. I can fixture. screw it up. Good <laughs> Lord. I can screw it up. There's no doubt about it. I always it. liked when you were throwing because I guaranteed I was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cover him. We, we had the blackjack tables also, man. The blackjack tables, we love playing out at uh, Harris. They have an outdoor bar and stage with live bands playing. It's called the Carnival Court. And uh, they have three or four blackjack tables out there. It's a great place uh, to play blackjack. They have $10, $15 men tables. Uh, the dealers are real friendly. They'll give you advice on, you know, should I hit? Because I'm not a great blackjack player. I'm fair. I'm getting better on knowing when to hit, not to hit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's some science to it, right? Oh, yeah, no, there is. There's some science yeah, to it. Yeah, the blackjack. So I'm more comfortable playing blackjack, especially in the – casino type environment but you know what our dealer told us that now at most casinos most there's some single decks very few mostly two to eight decks of cards being used on a blackjack table eight decks of cards man they're trying to keep people from counting cards exactly and like i told her i said hell i'm too damn dumb to count cards anyway well with the with the you know honestly with the with the full table well, if you got only one deck, it's pretty hard. I mean, it'd, it'd be much easier to do it. Much easier to do it if you have. Yeah, and I mean, there's some genius people, right? That gamble. Yeah, no, they're. Yeah. I know one. I'm related to one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm. I'm not counting cards. I'm not that guy. I, I wouldn't even want to try to count cards. Well, I ain't got time. I ain't got enough time in my day to be doing that. <laughs> if we're gonna gamble, let's just gamble and hope I win. That's right. <laughs> I'll try to play as smart as I, I can. I just want—I just want to use luck. But we had fun. Uh, We—I told you earlier about my experience at. And I'm not going to say the name of the steakhouse, but uh, because they typically offer a great product. But we went and had—we uh, made reservations at a uh, steakhouse there on the strip. I won't even say the name of the hotel it's in, but uh, very nice steakhouse. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. It's not a secret steakhouse, but you know what? Every other time I've eaten at this steakhouse, it's been phenomenal service, phenomenal food, so I'm not going to sell them out. I've, I've ate at them all over. Yeah. Multiple, I mean, locations, different different cities. Yep. Uh, they're always good. They're always on point. So you have one bad night? Yeah, one bad night. One, so, one bad, maybe just one bad steak? One bad steak, so... Cab Mom and I go, and we pay upgrade for a window seat, looking over the strip, and uh, order a bottle of wine and some more d'oeuvres. And Cab Mom was not a big steak eater, so she had the crab cakes as an appetizer, pretty much her meal, which they're, they were really good. I order my uh, filet medium rare, which is really cooked good at the piano bar in Rockdale, Texas. Might have one tonight. Right? <laughs> not me, but 
You might. I might. Uh, talking about you. Talk about me. Talk about me, dog. <laughs> so the steak was a little overcooked, and I called it to our server's attention, and she asked me, would you cut it in half in the middle? I said, absolutely, I will. She agreed it was overcooked. Took it back, brought another, uh, the manager brought another steak and said, sir, please check this. It was cooked perfect. So ate most of the steak. Cat Mama had one bite. Uh, long story short, when our server came to check us out, I simply made a comment. Simply made a comment. I said, you know, this is the first time out of all these steakhouses of this brand name that we've gone to that we've ever had to send a steak back. I was just making a comment. I w- yeah, it sent her off. It wasn't rude. It wasn't obnoxious. I wasn't trying to get a discount. And she promptly said, well, sir, we did bring you back another steak. That was." I said, yes, ma'am, you did. And I appreciate that. And then she goes off. She loses it in left field. <laughs> and she looks at us, mostly Cat Mama, and she says, I'm sorry that we're not perfect like you. And I'm like, oh, shit, you did not just say that. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, you did. So I, I stayed calm, and I just simply looked at her, and I said, you know what, there's no need for that comment. That's, that's no need for that. I made a comment. I was not looking for a free meal. I was not being rude, ugly, or whatever. I just made a comment, and you lost your shit. She was a Karen. Yeah. So, My name's Karen. Can so, I take so, your order? We had the Karen for a server, and uh, Karen sent the manager over. <laughs> and the manager said... Mr. Rodham, we're going to take your window upgrade charge off your bill. I said, sir, once again, I'm not asking for any discount. I just made a comment to our server. And then in my opinion, for whatever reason, she lost her shit and really went off on more specifically Cat Mama. And Cat Mama didn't even say a thing. She was quiet the whole time. (laughs) And I like, you know what? Pick on the quiet one. Yeah. <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's bottom line. It's yeah. just disrespectful. But I will go back to that steakhouse and eat again. Not maybe not that one, but that brand of steakhouse. Sure. Because they do offer great food, in my opinion. Well, you, next time you go, I mean, honestly, how many times since you've been to Vegas have you ate at that steakhouse? First time? That's the first time. Yeah. So you probably won't ever go back again I'm, there. But they're in Texas. They're everywhere. <laughs> they are. So I... Uh, and they're good. <coughs> I left her an appropriate tip based on her comment towards Cat Mama. Yeah. Well, I bet she was happy when she cashed yeah. or put that in the piggy bank. But here's the funniest part that I didn't tell you today during our phone conversation. So I leave my tip that was appropriate based on her smart-ass comment. And we we're walking out, and I'm checking my pockets. I'm like, "Well, shit! I left my credit card and my uh, good room key at the table." Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I asked the young lady, the hostess. Can't I'm like, make, "You can't make this shit." I know, up. right? I'm like, "Hey, I was sitting over by the windows. I left my credit card and my uh, room key there." 
Karen got it. But guess who brings it to me? Oh, yeah, Karen. Karen. I bet she was happy with her tip. She says something. and You, you didn't have your hearing aids in. So I don't hear very well, so I couldn't hear. And all I said was, thank you. <laughs> Cat Mama goes, what did she say? I said, I don't know. I couldn't hear her. <laughs> and that, I don't give a shit. That's karma. <laughs> I'm going to give you a tip that you're never going to like. And then I'm going to leave my shit here, and you got to bring it back to me so you can look at me again and realize that I just gave you that little bitty tip. So if our listeners want to guess, so this was over a $200 bill on this steak and bottle of wine and appetizers. If our listeners want to beat up, say DM us, PM us. uh, Hit us up on the... Hit us up. Hit us up on Facebook or whatever and guess how much tip that... This is the first time you talk about drinking that you just... Well, we didn't drive. The well, chief uh, you the didn't chief have a vehicle. Left. You didn't have a vehicle there, so you normally got... Well, you know, I, I, we, I didn't drive. I, well, uh, we, we got on the elevator and rode back down to the casino and then back to our room. <laughs> but... Uh, Good thing Karen wasn't running the elevator oh, for no you. Oh, shit, boy. Karen might have taken us to the dungeon. <laughs> so guess on what the chief left for a tip for a Karen server... That went off unprovoked on Cat Mama. And you might win a free cold beer. And a seat at the Doc's Boudin Studios right. on That's the right. Can't Make It Up podcast. <laughs> All right, Chief. I think uh, your Vegas sagas Vegas has saga brought us to up. an end of a interesting evening. It has been interesting. In- How long do we talk? Uh, too damn long, an hour and five minutes so far. Oh, and yeah. by the time you're finished saying goodbye to everybody, well, it'll be about one twenty. I think we probably bored the shit out of people on the water talk. But like you said, people want to be informed. I don't know if they want to be informed or not, but they need to be informed. So that's, that's just point. part of it. Uh, if they didn't fast forward through it <laughs> or turn us off. Yeah, yeah, just turn us off. Hey, well, no, don't turn us off. Listen to it all. Should we go patrol the neighborhood now? Well, I was hoping you're going to do that on your on your way home as you uh, protect the whole neighborhood. I will do a short patrol. I will uh, re- report back to dispatch, Doc's I, dispatch. I appreciate that. <laughs> it won't be. It won't go out on this podcast, but we might update you in the next month or two whenever you get. This is Doc's dispatch. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, this is Rubber Duck over here. I got a bad character. I got some nefarious activity over here. I got an 18-wheeler. Oh, never mind. It's just Jeff Nowak in the neighborhood <laughs> going home. Oh. Only, commu- only only neighborhood got an 18-wheeler running. Oh, shit. <laughs> Big wheels rolling. Keep them on. I got to get the job. I got, I've been talking too long. <laughs> Old Heffy Jeffy. Yep. He, he burned a bonfire this past weekend. Ah, Did you yeah. get invited? We, yeah. We, yeah we Did were, you go? We were in Galveston. We didn't oh, go. that's right. You were in Galveston. We you didn't talk to, about your Galveston trip. Well, we didn't have I time. I heard you had a good time. We didn't. We had to hear about Karen. I know. I'm, I'm, sorry. Was, I'm sorry. Hey, it was fun. We went, uh, I will say, we went down and uh, supported our buddy Russ. Uh, he, had a, he, Him and a friend did a art show. Yep. In a gallery, and yeah, Doc went to an art show, and it was actually pretty fun. Doc, you are stepping out of your boundaries, my friend. It was actually really fun, and uh, man, I tell you what, the Strand area in Galveston is a great place to hang out. It's and, a cool uh, place. And we, we, 
And if you get an opportunity to go to the Bryan Museum in Galveston, if you're a big Texas history buff, it's a must go to. It's uh, it's cool. Yeah, you sent me some pictures. Oh man, the guns, the old guns, the history, all the saddles, and I mean, hey, so the guy, and I'm not going to go in depth on this. I'm just going real quickly. The guy that that built this museum, you just burp, has (laughs) over (laughs) seventy thousand artifacts from from Texas. Wow. The guy that built it has over seventy thousand. Yes, he's he's accumulated. He's accumulated all these. He's a very wealthy man. Well, obviously he uh, is. And it, honestly, the this is in an old orphanage, and so that part of it's really really cool. So you get that part of the history. Yeah. And I did ask because nobody asked. We did the tour. We got there. We didn't plan this. We got there to do to go look, and she's like, All right, "We're going to have a tour in ten minutes. If you want to go." And I'm like, yeah, we me and Age like, yeah, well, yeah, let's do the tour. That way, you got somebody that's walking and telling, talking and yeah, telling you. Yeah, and uh, that is definitely the best way to do it. Uh, but at the end of the at the end of the tour, I'm like, so nobody's asked, you know, why the orphanage? Why you know what was the great need? This was not the only orphanage in Galveston. Was he an orphan? No, this guy wasn't, but this was not the only orphanage in Gal. There's like two or three more. Okay. In the 18, early 1900s, late 1800s, early 1900s. And uh, it was it was pretty interesting. You know, he, he just talked about, you know, there was, you had World War One, You had a lot of sickness. Uh, what do you call it? The, uh, man. There was something else going on. It wasn't Spanish flu. But polio. I, no, it wasn't polio. It was the yellow something. Yellow fever? Yellow fever, yellow yes. Yellow fever, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this doctor that figured it out, it was the mosquitoes that caused it. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, because I'm like, what's, you know, why why they, why were there so many? Of course, Galveston was a bustling. It was like the New York of everything. Galveston it, was a bustling old-time city. Yeah, it was it it, sure. it was the major major trade hub for, I mean, for the whole the whole area. Yep, till the hurricane of eighteen hundreds, right? Kind of wiped nineteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds wiped it out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So anyway, it was a cool tour. It's worth doing. Uh, the Bryan Museum. Uh, there's a ton of museums and a ton of stuff doing Galveston. I'm not getting paid to say this, yeah. but it's a cool place to go hang out, man. Hey. We about check out. Uh, I see a few Ooh. mosquitoes flying around. Yeah, we've only had another five minutes to the it's, podcast. It's mosquito season in Rockdale. Y'all want to come uh, hang out at the Mosquito Fest? It's in Doc's Boudin Studio. Yeah, I got this fogger. <laughs> when I spray it, they get bigger and badder. <laughs> Take us out, Doc. All right, man. Uh, go check on your neighbor. Help them out. If they got any yard work and you got a little extra energy, they can't get it done. That's right. Take them a beer. Shake their hand. Say, I'm your neighbor, and I appreciate you. I'm your neighbor. Don't say that. (laughs) I didn't know what else to say. (laughs) Hey, with that, we are out. We love you. See you.